Hi, I'm Grant Wilson. And I'm Jamie Rogue. And welcome to A Drive About Tampa Bay. Okay. All right. All right. Hey, Jamie. Hey, Grant. Here we are. Yeah, you drug us out here <laughs> uh, to a new place. Uh, and I'm looking up at the, uh, the uh, Sulphur Springs water tower uh, up here in North Tampa. This is quite a uh, impressive thing for a water tower. It looks, yeah. I think every kid in Tampa that's seen this thinks it's a castle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're walking over the little mounds where the tower drive-in theater used to be uh, uh, that I came to as a young person. Yeah, I actually have a, a memory, very, very clear memory of being here <laughs> as a kid swinging on a swing set while Ice Station Zebra ah. was up on the big screen. My parents were probably sitting in the car kissing or something. I don't yeah. know. But, well, speaking of kissing, I had an unsuccessful date here. Oh, my gosh. That I just recalled. I shouldn't have said that. Now I, now I, I brought it to memory. Okay, we're walking up to the base of this tower. It's, what is it? It's over 200 feet tall. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. It's been a long time since I looked up. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling dizzy here just looking at this thing. Yeah. It's, uh, this, this was built in 1927, from yeah. my understanding. Yeah. Although I didn't know any of that. Uh, the hearsay that I got from my dad and just the neighbors, we lived in Forest Hills, uh, said that it was probably built in the late 30s or early 40s. Ah, so, uh, so I had a completely different version of this. Mm -hmm. They have really done a lot to seal this up. When yeah, uh, last time I was here, you could go, you could still look in and see like a pool of dark water down there. Yeah. Um, when uh, I, when uh, again, when I was about 17, I guess. Uh, a, a group of us from uh, Chamberlain. Uh, let's see, I was a junior in high school, uh, and that was about 59, 1959. Mm -hmm. And we uh, came over here at about one in the morning, and we cut the. Uh, I brought, I brought uh, ca uh, cable cutters from home uh -huh. that my dad uh, owned, uh, and we uh, cut the chain, <laughs> and about six of us climbed up that tower. Well, the steel stairs, spiral stairway, was it was uh, pretty rusty, and there were places where the stairs vibrated, so it was scary. We're lucky we're alive uh, now that I look back, but at any rate, we went up there and uh, and all came out onto the, the balcony or the, the walkway that walks around the tower and looked down and uh, and uh, then we, you know, what do you do after 15 minutes? We went back down. <laughs> At any rate. I've uh, never been up there. I've never been up in, I was always I was too young and too scared to yeah. do it. Although every so often teenagers would get 
trapped in there yeah. or something. Um, I wasn't the bold teenager. I was the follower. <laughs> and I was always hesitant. And I'm amazed now that they got me up to the top. <laughs> wow. It uh, must be quite a view from up there. It's uh, Yes, it is. But back when we went up, the interstate wasn't even in, this I-275. Right. So it was pretty quiet, you know. I bet. Right now, as you mentioned, when we were getting out of the car, yeah. the uh, um, you can hear the interstate traffic from the base of the tower. And behind us is Florida Avenue. We hear that traffic. Yeah, so we're... Uh, see, this is Bird Street, right? Yes. So we're at Bird and Florida Avenue. Yeah. And uh, it's... So I think it's 13 acres of land total in this area now. Yeah. And this this is actually a park, although back in the day it was a thriving uh, um, theater. Yeah, yeah, it was a theater. Before that, it was part of the Sulphur Springs uh, development. That was the next thing. Why was it built? Yeah, well, it was an actual water tower. So, uh, from my understanding, the walls are eight inches thick, and it's poured concrete and they when they started it i think they dug down something like 40 or 50 feet down to to bedrock wow. and there was a spring here an artesian spring so that's what attracted them and they basically built this tower over a spring and then had pumps and so on and the top part of the tower was the actual water tower and i i've heard that there were seven levels in there originally I don't know if they actually had uh, things in there, but th there was an electric elevator in this building, which is amazing too when you think about it. Um, yeah, my uh, my dad said that during the night uh, they would pump water in and fill it up, mm -hmm. so that during the day, especially getting getting up there'd be enough water pressure. And it was, the water pressure was for the uh, the arcade uh, shop, shopping center and apartments. Right. Uh, on, on Nebraska Avenue at Bird. Yeah, right so that's, there beside the, it's the Sulphur Springs swimming pool. So basically the interstate has chopped the, the, the complex in, in half back whenever that was built back in... When was the interstate through the old? Uh, 1960, I believe, was the first. 60 or 63, I know. It was about the time that the interstate started working. Yeah, so Bird, Bird Street actually has a uh, an underpass. You can get you can go through there, and uh, of course, it goes over the Hillsborough River here. But it, but the interstate had the effect of chopping the entire city basically in half. Yeah, um, we talked about that in a, in a previous podcast, that, that I-275, which was I-75 originally, mm -hmm. uh, cut Tampa, the poor part of Tampa, uh, East Seminole Heights, off from the white part of Tampa. And it was done on purpose. Mm. And that happened all around the United States, uh, dividing minority communities away from from white communities. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. And we're living with the results of all that today. Right. And it's it's just a shame that uh, that was, uh, you yeah. know, what happened. And then, of course, even to this day, since we have never uh, 
been able to implement the rail system that held so much promise for Tampa, particularly because we're a railroad town with railroad tracks all over the place. We have never implemented the commuter rail. And so now the big solution is to um, put the, um, put the, uh, add more lanes to the interstate. Yeah. So, you know, back to the tower here, I just noticed something. Look at this. You can yeah, see you can on see the, the, the buttresses, the, the, the tower itself is massive, but there are these buttresses that must go down to the bedrock to hold the whole thing stable. And you can see the wood grain, the grain. from the planks that were used to form it in almost uh, just under 200, just under 100 years ago. Yeah. Um, and these are big, uh, you know, they go an ornate cement uh, what you, uh, flourishes of some sort yeah. up there. You know, uh, in Tucson, Arizona, back um, 40 years ago, they had a water tower, and they decorated it, and they and uh, they made it really nice. Mm. And the uh, friends of the water tower have been uh, asking the city to do more about it, and I'm afraid that they're just not going to do anything until then they'll, their excuse for tearing it down will be, well, it deteriorated too much. But this could be a great entrance uh, driving into Tampa, mm -hmm. and it's a good uh, Tampa landmark. Yeah. And they haven't done anything. At any rate, uh, so we look at it and uh, reminisce. Uh, I sure wish uh, we could do something about it. By the way, folks, you can um, come, it's a park now. You can come down here and picnic. And once or twice a year, the Florida Orchestra comes out here and gives free concerts. So the place is really nice. Yeah, it's a big, beautiful, flat, open space. Yeah. Um, and the, uh, there's nice, some really beautiful trees here. And I've got a little story about some of the trees. The... Um, I mean, there's a live, what that's a live oak, right? Yeah. And it's just bent down onto the ground, you know, the branches. It's pretty uh, amazing. There's a uh, guy sitting on a, yeah. a massive limb that is right at the at the level of a chair. And some of these trees here, um, in, in probably about, hmm, gosh, I don't even remember what year it was. It must have been probably. 16 years ago or something now, we, uh, a, a group of us did the first uh, uh, sustainability conference at USF. And we organized a thing, and we did it for two years, but it was called Going Green Tampa Bay. And one of the things that we did, it was at the Sun Dome at USF, but one of the things we did was we got like, I think it was 100 trees, maybe more, donated big big trees pretty big trees and we got a whole bunch of volunteers and we were like okay we're gonna plant them at this park we got permission and everything because one of the guys that was involved was alan wright he was called mr river he was the river planner so we got permission and we came out here and this was the worst place to do it because the ground here is so compacted from the drive-in and all the other activities here it's over the year. It's shale. Yeah, it was horrible, but we planted, and so not all, very, 
few trees. When you plant like a hundred trees, you're going to have just a handful that are going to survive. But I can see there's some of those trees are here and, uh, you know, they made it. And so, uh, we just, it's just an interesting little story. Yeah. Cool. But, uh, I know, you know, if they ever wanted to do something to this ground, uh, it is compacted. Um, so the tower has the water. I have read that, this surprised me that it, well, first of all, it was built in 27. There was a lot of activity here, the springs, the arcade, all the things we kind of talked about a little bit before. But then in 33, 1933, the depression times, Tico had built a dam on the river to, I think, produce electricity. Yes, for the city of Tampa. Yeah, and that had flooded lands above it that the cattlemen were using for grazing. It sounds like the Wild West out here. Yeah. And then they blew up the dam, is the story. Yeah. And that they caused a flood. Yeah, that caused a flood all the way down the river uh, from the water. And it damaged property here. And the people that had built the tower had mortgaged all of the arcade and His everything. His name was R Richardson. Okay. And go ahead. Well, anyway, it it basically, I probably between that and the dep depression, yeah. it torpedoed the entire project and that all went bankrupt. Yeah. <laughs> and we have a tower today. Yeah. And this thing has lasted. And it was a water tower, apparently functioning a tower held by a private company until 1971, I think. Yeah. Which I, that really surprised me. I thought that it had been defunct from early on, but um, I guess the city finally forced their hand and made them shut it down uh, so that the city supplies all the water. But that did, it said it supplied water to surrounding homes. Yeah. So I wonder if there was any kind of a pipe that went across the river. Um, uh, there are pipes and I've noticed water pipes under the Florida Avenue. Oh and yeah, the you're right. Avenue bridge. Yeah, let's walk right. down by the river a little bit. Yeah. Now we're talking to each other as we walk around on wireless mics. So this yeah. is our first uh, podcast with the new mic. So we'll see how this, yeah. if it's picking up the traffic noise, the birds. Uh, there's a dog running around this, out here. <laughs> this tower, uh, the last time we were flying into uh, Tampa International, uh, we one of the uh, one of the landmarks that you see flying into Tampa Bay is this water tower. Yeah, it's visible from everywhere, especially since it's by itself uh, north of the city. Uh, anyhow, we uh, it brings back fond memories, and if any of you people listening to this want to see this tower, come on down. Uh, and look at it uh, because as I look up at it, I'm beginning to see uh, chips of concrete here and there and rust coming out of where the rebars are in it. I so, read that the rebar used in that was actually railroad ties. Wow. Or not railroad ties, the railroad rails. Yeah. So that's amazing when you think about it. In the 1927, because Rails were probably water pipe. Oh yeah, we're, we've walked down towards the river here. There's some beautiful trees. With, you can see people have maybe hung some ropes here over the years to swing out. They're leaning out over the river. There's a little heron yeah. 
hopping around on, on an oak tree that is cascading down into the, uh, the river. On the river, the bird is just jumped and a lot of fish, just a school of little minnows or something. As I'm there. looking into the water, it's fairly clear mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, oak, oak leaves and cypress uh, put in reddish tannic acid. Mm -hmm. So Florida rivers aren't uh, very many of them really clear. But as I look at this, the water is relatively clean uh, compared to what it was, say, 30, 40, 50 years ago. Mm -hmm. At any rate, the uh, water tower uh, is a great place to visit, and we just reviewed some of the history, and uh, uh, Jamie, you came here as a child, mm -hmm. and I came here as a, a young adult, and... Uh, I actually... My family lived, River Shore Drive is, uh, gosh, there was a, um, what was that? Shakey's yeah. Pizza Parlor yeah, yeah, was there yeah. at the corner of River Shore and Florida Avenue. When yeah. I was a little kid, I remember going there and they had a player piano. Yeah. That was a cool place. And silent movies. Yeah, yeah. And that was, uh, now there's ABC Liquor or yeah. it was, it's a liquor store that's been there forever. And then there... The River Shore Drive, if you go down there, um, we had we had bought a house and moved from Forest Hills on Meadowbrook Avenue. We moved over here to River Shore Drive, probably when I was like maybe 10, 12 years old, something like that. Um, but See where that Riverside Marine uh -huh. uh, t a metal building is? That was the a drive-in restaurant. And it was a tug and groove uh, uh, pine paneling. Wow. It was thick. And the entire drive-in section had a, a wooden roof. Mm -hmm. And my dad built that. He was a contractor. And I had just gotten out of the Navy and hadn't gone to college yet. And he hired me to hand paint that entire building. <laughs> and I decided I would never be a professional painter <laughs> after about a month or six weeks of having to paint that thing. And it was varnished. At any rate, it was beautiful and natural. And I just can't believe that it didn't make it as a business. Wow. That's it. That's the thing. That's why I think you and I started this podcast yeah. was that when we drive around or walk around and we're yeah. standing someplace we see things that we remember what was there and what things used to be now that in this case there's no remnant of that building here yeah but in other cases you go around town and you see things that are like left over like the tower the tower is just a landmark now but most people have no idea what it was or you know as you get older you don't just see what is you see through the, the lens of the past. Mm -hmm. And so you never really look at, at and see just what is. You see so much more than that. That's kind of another reason we're doing this is, uh, it, well, first off, it gives us something to do on Saturday morning. Right. <laughs> and, then, and secondly, there are a lot of things that just uh, may not be around. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Tampa hasn't been a place
that really respects history. Right. In, in fact, I have a, I was reviewing over some of the history of the tower and, yeah. I, and this reminded me, I think it was in early 2000s. Yeah. They somebody a, a drugstore or a mall. There was some kind of a thing, and I remember Alan, my friend that was the river planner, showed me these plans yeah. that he got a hold of, and it was an architectural uh, rendering of this tower sticking out of the top of a like a. It was going to be a, a monstrous restaurant. Yeah, it's just, it's like. You know, can you imagine that this park would not have existed and so on? And it probably would have all flopped or something at some point. Uh, but thank goodness that people fought off. There's there's a lot of people who, friends of the river and all these different groups that preserve the river. I mean, if you can see it right now, the heron is still sitting on this live oak that has grown for hundreds of years probably. And the branches of the oak tree are down in the, cascaded into the water. There is a, uh, this is a cabbage palm, right? Or uh, That's cabbage palm. Yeah, and then there are a couple of... Among, there are, the cabbage palms are among the, the big oaks. Yeah. There's the live oaks. There's some, there's a dead palm tree. This one's not alive. I don't know if the other one is, but it's, it's obviously it was planted in, in, probably in the 20s and grew up that high. And it's entangled with wild grapevine. Yeah. It, big, it, pretty big ones. It's beautiful stuff here. You yeah. Know? This is good just to see. And you've got a piece of bedrock here. Yeah, here's, uh, is it lime? Yeah, I, it's Florida sandstone. Yeah. And you can see the embedded shells where the Florida Peninsula has been under the ocean many, many times for long periods. And you just see the whole rock is made up of a calcium-based rock that still has the imprints of sea life. Yes, and that rock you've got in your hand uh, probably got, probably was one of the pieces that came up when they were probably, I bet they used dynamite to blast down to that uh, bedrock, yeah. um, which must have been uh, quite a mess if you think about the, the fact that it was a... a um, the bottom of this looks like flint. And from what I understand from my geology oh, course a hundred years ago is agatized coral. So oh, yeah. you can strike it and get and get uh, uh, and get uh, uh, you know sparks, and that's where this sort of stuff found around uh, Tenona Sassa, mm -hmm. about twenty miles north east of here. Uh, that's where there was a big Native American. Uh, projectile point site where mm -hmm. they dug up this agatized coral. Any rate, so I wonder, you, we wonder. Yeah, well, you know, think about the, what that that bedrock, quote unquote, is the aquifer down there. Yep. And so you don't know what's uh, underneath us are, could be giant cavities, you know, they become sinkholes. Uh, yeah. Anybody that lives here that owns a house knows that you know, the homeowner's insurance, uh, you know, it's scary about the, uh, oh, there's another piece of rock yeah. right there. Um, but, you know, wait, what can what's under the ground may surprise you. Uh, yeah. I've seen uh, videos of guys, you know, people, uh, scuba gear specialists, and they'll swim 
through the aquifer underneath yeah. buildings and all sorts of stuff. It's it's almost like a, maybe, an ocean down there. Maybe that could be, we'll stand by the the uh, Sulphur Springs pool uh, when the city opens, opens up the swimming area and we'll talk about uh, some of the of the uh, scuba divers that have gone around underneath Florida right. and they've mapped huge parts of it. But that's for another time. At any rate, we're Any walking away from the tower. Yeah. Anything else you want to think of? Uh, do you remember coming here to the movies? I do many times. Yes. Uh, and this theater was gone when another theater on North Florida Avenue after it closed down. But anyway, so this was left for me to go. Mm -hmm. to go. Anyway, that's it. Yeah, uh, we've talked this subject to death. Yeah, and it, this is a lot of fun. And we, uh, and again, as Grant said, this is a, a public city park. Yep. There's access right off of the uh, Bird Street here. So if you come, um, I definitely think it's a beautiful little place. You do have noises from the urban environment around you it's not like you're going to be in the in the woods but if you get down by the tower and by the river you'll see it, what old florida looked like at least back in 1927 um yeah. so with that we'll just say see ya okay see you jamie If you enjoyed this episode, you can help Grant and I by sharing this podcast with your family and friends who are really, really bored or who like history as much as we do. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.